Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I don't know where to start. Where do I start today? What do we talk about first? There's like 20 different news stories that pop. Personal news stories, business news stories, political stories, news, news, all kinds of news. We'll not be doing any sports today. You want NFL stuff's on my bag of donuts. You got to go somewhere else. I got a lot to get to, including a pretty cool weekend update. Ron DeSantis, of course, drops out of the race, endorses President Trump. That happened. I can't stop thinking about this January 6th bomber story. And a couple things happened over the weekend that kind of like, they're like little earworms, like little brain ticks. I can't get them out of my head. I can't get them. That show Friday set the world on fire. We had almost a million video views alone. 120,000 people watched that thing live. So I got more today. Don't go anywhere. And I got one quick thing, by the way, about the, something happened with me. I posted a picture about Paula, something happened. I'll get to that in a minute. So I'm going to a big show. Hey, a lot of us are struggling to keep up with everyday bills. Everything's still really expensive. As you know, if you own a home, call my friends at American Financing. Interest rates have dropped into the fives, the lowest they've been in a long time. And they're saving their customers an average of $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest rate of credit card debt. a month is like a $10,000 raise. Credit card interest rates are insane. And most of us are still carrying a balance from the holidays. Get rid, get rid of your financial issues, right? Call American Financing and take care of that today. You call today, you may not have to make February's mortgage payment. Call today. I've been with this company for a long time. They've been an advertiser with us. They're terrific. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. The website for American Financing is AmericanFinancing.net. Not a .com. It's .net. Americanfinancing.net. Americanfinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLS APR for rates in the five starts at 6.406 for well-qualified borrowers. Call 888-994-7660 for details about credit costs and terms. All right, Producer Joe, it's Monday Big Show, so let's get this party started. It's Monday, Daddy-O. Time for another... Uh well-qualified show. Joe's been working with uh, AI Biden for, uh, just, we'll get oh, to yeah. that in a little bit. The Joe's, <laughs> Joe's having way too much fun. So quick, I got a fast weekend update for you. I want to get to the show. Not too much to talk about, but spent some time up in New York with some family this weekend. Uh, it was my sister-in-law, Jordana's birthday. So happy birthday. Uh, also spent time with my nephews and my nieces, who I love a lot. I was over there at the weekend. Went up there with Paula. Big hat tip. To the Garden City Hotel in Nassau County, one, a beautiful place. I'd never actually stayed there before, which is crazy because I worked on Long Island. Absolutely beautiful. If you're going to stay in Long Island, New York, highly recommend the Garden City Hotel. Great bar, too, and restaurants. And food was amazing. The people were super hospitable to us, hospitable to us. And I went to my friend Joe's restaurant to spend some time with my family in Syosset, Pico La Busola, best Italian on Long Island. So I took this picture uh, with the lovely Paulita. And I uh, posted it on Facebook. I don't post too many pictures of me and Paula, but she had to fix my eyes. Um, I'll explain that in another not so f- family friendly show. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, but I took the picture of Paula, who's of course always stunning. And I put it on Facebook and everybody was really nice. But of course, there's a couple of like liberals and Bongino haters like, oh, Dan, you guys should dress more modestly in your age. Listen to the haters out there. I'm not, I'm sorry. I wasn't asking for your opinion. Uh, it's my family. It's my wife. Me and I, her have a good time. And I, you don't like it. You don't have to follow my page. So I'm just going to throw that because I love everybody and we love everybody. But, you know, I'm not 100 years old. I don't feel like I'm 100 years old. I love you if you've lived to 100 years old. You're fantastic. You're amazing. My grandmother lived till 98. But, you know, we'll wear what we want and I'll post pictures when I want. 
And it's because I want you guys to feel like you're part of my life. And this is the real me. If you don't like the real me, that's okay. This show's not for everybody. I say that all the time. But I love you guys, and I feel like you should be part of it. So enough of that, but cool weekend update. That picture's like blowing up on Facebook. So we'll dress any way we like, Daddy-O. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. You're a good man. That's why you've been my friend for a long time. But this is the thing, Joe. Like, you know, uh, Paul and I feel like you guys are our family, too. So we like to take a picture. We don't post a lot. But so you guys are living it with us. So that's pretty cool, and I love that. All right, big news. And I've got a big idea about the DeSantis campaign, the Trump campaign, DeSantis and Trump relationship. I, I want you guys to just hear me out. And no, it's not VP. Let me just get that out of the way right away for a number of reasons. Number one, I think that ship has already sailed. And second, I don't even think DeSantis would want it. I don't think Trump wants it. I just don't. I think that ship has already sailed. That's not what I'm talking about. I posted on Twitter, I've got a big idea. And everybody's like, Dan, what are you talking about? DeSantis for VP. I didn't even tell you what the idea was. So first, just a quick snippet. DeSantis dropped out yesterday, endorsed President Trump. Um, here's the critical part. It's about 40 seconds of what his statement was. Pretty good one. Take a listen. Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises. And I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. Now, guys and ladies out there, to the people watching the live and people watching VOD on demand later. My opinion on Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump is the exact same as it's always been. It's this is what's listen. I don't know any other way to say this is what's called principles. Like when you have principles, you stick to them. Nothing's changed. I think Donald Trump is a better candidate this cycle because of the experience with the presidency and his first thing, his first term was just stolen from it was. And I think he did a lot of excellent stuff. I pointed out. Number two, I have never, ever, ever bashed Ron DeSantis. Chatsters, you know it. D, you know it. Tony, you know it. Joe, you know. Why would I do that? I live in Florida. I lived in Florida before DeSantis was the governor. Long before. DeSantis is a great governor. He's done conservative stuff. Nothing's changed ever. I challenge you to show me a single episode where I ever bashed Ron DeSantis. I didn't do it. I just picked a different guy. It's nothing personal. Having said that, I'm still getting questions about Donald Trump. Like, oh my gosh, how could Donald Trump then turn around and say, which he did the other day, that Ron DeSantis is a good governor. And then he said he's retiring the, the, the sanctimonious thing. Here, listen to this. And I'm going to explain to you for probably the hundredth time. Not Well, not you guys, you get it. But to the people out there who don't understand Donald Trump, you are missing the key word, which is chatsters. What is it? What is it? Transactional. Eventually, the Trump haters will get it. Here, watch this. Okay. You just said, will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. (laughs) Why is it retired? It's retired because of what I tell you all the time. Donald Trump does not take this personal. 
He doesn't. He takes things personal when they happen, but it's a political calculation subordinated to the emotions of it. I I get a lot of you will say, well, no, he said he took it personal when DeSantis said, uh, when they asked him if he was going to run and DeSantis said, I have no comment. He said that a couple of times, Trump. In other words, insinuating he was going to run, which he eventually did. But you need to understand, Donald Trump scraps all of that when he understands you can be an asset. He is completely transactional. If you want the guy who's going to read to you quotes and footnotes from a Milton Friedman book, he's not your guy. If you want a guy who's going to do conservative stuff and who does it like a businessman is on my spreadsheet. Is this guy now an asset or a liability? Yesterday, DeSantis was an asset. Today, he said, Donald Trump, this is his quote. They asked him about his fight with DeSantis. What did he say? That's water under the bridge. He means it. He is 100% transactional. He just wants to do stuff. Folks, eventually the Trump haters out there will get that. Eventually. I know you chatsters get it. But the Trump haters out there, they don't freaking get it. They're still like, oh my God, I thought Donald Trump was an emotional madman. How can that be water under the bridge? He told us he hates Ron DeSantis. He doesn't hate Ron DeSantis. He wants to be the president. And he wants to do conservative stuff. DeSantis in his way? No, he's not. Period. The verdict is in. Transactional. Transactional. That's it. Stop with the no more, no more, uh, crying, wussy time. No, 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 no. Okay, my idea about Ron DeSantis. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it's not going to be popular with a lot of people, but my, my position on Ron DeSantis is the same as it's always been. Ron DeSantis has an amazing conservative record. He just, listen, the campaign for this time for him wasn't right. There were a lot of Trump people who aren't leaving. And I think nationally, it was a lot. Where he's, his missteps happen, we'll cover that another day. It's not the time for that now. Who really, it doesn't even really matter. Okay. I don't think anybody wants another hour show on what went wrong with it. Who cares? Ron DeSantis, the best choice for Secretary of Defense right now. Chatsters, as always, I love your input. You guys matter. But I'm going to tell you what I believe. And I don't lick my finger and go, well, what does everyone else think? It's my show. Here's what I think. You don't have to agree with me. That's okay. Here now, it comes. Here, thank you, Joe. Assuming he would accept it and Donald Trump would consider it, I got three reasons. Number one, most importantly, I think Ron DeSantis gets it on Ukraine. The swamp hated Ron DeSantis' answer on Ukraine. Ron DeSantis, oh, he's wishy-washy. No, he hasn't really been wishy-washy on Ukraine at all. He has said something I think makes a lot of sense. That, hey, if it's in our strategic interests, to continue to support them, we, we could, but there's got to be some accountability for this money. Nikki Haley's like, Ukraine, baby, straight out. Like, I, I, doesn't even like barely ask a, a, a serious question about it. A lot of other people out there too, they want to fund every other country's military but ours. I think DeSantis gave a sensible answer about the thing. Number one. Number two, listen, I'll tell you what I've always told you about DeSantis. He understands government power can be dangerous. I saw it during COVID. Praised what he did in Florida during COVID. But even through the primary. I think he understands the limits of government power. And for me, for a secretary of defense, where you can F up some lives big time by being the head of our military. I mean, he's not the commander in chief. Obviously, he works in the cabinet. But they, the, the, the head of our military in the cabinet, you can really hurt some people. And third. 
The guy has a great military record. Guy was a Jag, super smart, great debater, understands it. Folks, I think Ron DeSantis is the natural pick for Secretary of Defense. I, I, I'm, I haven't told this to the Trump campaign. I, they don't. They, I'm not their consultant. They don't see me that way either. Um, we're just friends, me and the president, and I, and I like what he stands for. But I think Ron DeSantis should be the number one candidate right now for Secretary of Defense. A lot of people say Attorney General. Well, it's fine. You guys do it. You know what? But if he would take it, I think SecDef absolutely. We have had some, to un, by the way, one more thing. Hold on. I got to add this. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even, I don't want to miss this on the radio show later. Ron, no one gets the culture war better than him right now. You want this culture war stopped in our military with this DEI, DIE bullshit? He totally gets it. Secretary of Defense. Some of you are going to say, oh, I don't like, right? That's fine. It's just my opinion. I have a show. I have opinions like you do. And uh, I, I don't, again, I don't lick my finger and, oh, what, what does everyone else think? This is what I think. Chat's divided? That's fine. It's, I'm glad the chat's divided. You know why? Because you all have opinions I respect. You're entitled to your opinion too. I don't disregard that. I want to hear what you guys have to say. But I want you to understand, like, again, I make my own, you know, I make my own choices on these things. And the guy, I live in Florida. Guy's been a great kid. And I, I know a lot of things about him behind the scenes. I don't mean bad things. I mean, like, I just know that he's not what everybody thinks he is. And I mean that in a good way. He's going to get it with the culture war. So something to consider. All right. Now let me move on to what I want to talk about first before. This was my show today until DeSantis dropped out yesterday and threw out like a big curveball. I was going to do the curveball thing again. But last time, remember, I actually threw the curveball and knocked everything off the desk. Did you guys see that on Friday? It was pretty funny. I can't stop thinking about this January 6th bomber case, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, listen, look, beam in, man. Laser focus right here. Uh, something really troubling is going on with this January 6th, uh, January 5th bomber case. I say January 5th, 6th because they're saying the bombs are actually planted on January 5th the night before. There is something not right here. I want to just go back to this one VO from the video and a little bit of a backstory. This is January 6th. This is right around one o'clock when they're about to start certifying the election. You will notice that someone calls the Secret Service or DC Metro, calls the, the jock, the Secret Service jock in some communication center and tells them that they've located some kind of a bomb looking device in front of the DNC headquarters and Kamala Harris is inside. Now watch this video. I want to, I, I tell you, see, now they know. So someone gets not gee. Someone's remotely operating that camera and is zooming in on that bench where right to the right, if you were sitting on the bench of that coffee cup, is a bomb or what they claim is a viable bomb, the FBI. Now, why is this important? I got a bunch of questions about this thing today that are unanswered, and I'm going to need your help and crowdsource this, okay? Why don't we have those communications? I need to know and you need to know right now. What was told to that communication center? That zoom in is critical because they clearly knew something was up and they wouldn't have zoomed in the cameras. Also, why is that camera shot important? So we need those comms. We have to know what was said. But that camera shot is important. Why? Why is this camera shot important? Because we know there were cameras there. So if the Secret Service swept that area with bomb sniffing dogs and EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal Teams, it's got to be on tape. 
I said this on Friday, but I'm sorry. I don't think I emphasized this enough. Where's the video? How did they miss that? If the bomb was planted on January 5th, right there, how did a Secret Service team with a dog trained to sniff explosives, not just under his nose, but in a decent perimeter, how the hell did the dog miss that? Well, Dan, maybe it wasn't a bomb or it wasn't there. Okay, maybe, but I want to see the tape. Where's the tape? Where's the comms? Two questions. Where's the tape of the sweep and where are the communications as to what they said? We got to get those right away. This isn't the only question I've had about this. That show I did on Friday is a must watch. They find the RNC and the DNC bomb within 20 minutes of certification, one o'clock on January 6th. They're found by people and reported to people with an association with the Capitol Hill police. They hide Kamala Harris's location. Tapes are disappearing. Video appears to be edited. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody's hiding something and it's not small. They are hiding something freaking huge. I want to go back to this Darren Beatty who will be on my radio show later, so don't miss it. He's the one who wrote this piece at Revolver. They talk about the video of the night before where if somebody put that bomb there, they are on video. We've seen the video. Why is the video manipulated? Beatty says they were able to show definitively that the surveillance footage had been tampered with. Given the frame rate of 1.6 frames per second is below the industry minimum. They were able to show definitively that the FBI has the, has the January 5th, has the January 5th video. But for whatever reason, they didn't make public the surveillance footage that would make it clear whether the bomb suspect planted the bomb when they said he or she did. Folks, I, I, listen, here's an open question for you right now. If that bomb I just showed you in that video on January 6th was next to that bench and the FBI is in possession of the video on January 5th when the suspect planted it, why don't we see him actually planting it and why does the video appear manipulated? Guy's got a picture of the bomb on the scene now. How the f do you miss that? Folks, why don't they show us on the chatsters? Chatsters, question. Why aren't they showing us the video of the guy or the woman that they have video of placing the bomb there? Maybe because they didn't. None of this makes any sense, folks. I'm telling you, man. I know I, 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 I mentioned a lot. Of, it's, my, it's my background. It's what I do. I'm really sorry. I don't try to like bring stuff up to jam it down your throat. I did this for 12 years of my life. Protection, federal investigations. I was an agent. That is exactly what I did. Not kind of what I did. That is exactly what I did. None of this is normal. Look at me. You know I don't get out ahead of stuff and get crazy with conspiracy shit if I can't back it up. I'm telling you, as your friend, and I bet my life on it, this is not normal. Something is going on here. Where is the video? Of him dropping the bomb. Why don't we have it? Why does it appear manipulated? Where's the video of the sweep? Where's the communications on the sweep? Where is all this stuff? I've got more questions coming up because I'm backing this up with receipts and data. And I'm telling you, none of this is normal. Let me take a quick break and I'll get back to this because this stuff is super important. I just, uh, I, I, I don't even want to. 
Let me just get right to it. Hey, traditional media is crumbling. Why? Because they're lying to us about everything, like all the time. It's just happening. Something's up. You know it. You know the truth all along. The time to prepare is now. It's not like tomorrow. It's today. Do what I do. Use MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit, which you need to have. It's better to have it, not need it, than to need it, not have it. The best day of your life is you throw it out in 25 years. You know what the worst day of your life is? Your family goes starving. I have a kit for every member of my family. My Patriot Supplies help millions of American families prepare for emergencies. Yours should be next. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, the delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories a day. Eat right when things go wrong with these three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. With $200 in savings, get one for every family member. Please don't wait, folks. I don't take on sponsors. I don't believe it. My Patriot Supply has been with me a long time. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. Please do it. Folks, again, this is not normal. Where is the video of the sweep? Where is the video of this person dropping the bomb there the night before? If they have it, why haven't we seen it? Why is it manipulated according to Revolver? Did they delete something? Also, the video from January 5th of the subject supposedly leaving this bomb there that's discovered the next day. Supposedly, the video shows him on the phone texting. So, folks, if the FBI was using geofence warrants, where are you getting that, Dan, from? From reporting, epic.org, report. FBI relied heavily on Google geofence warrants in January 6th investigations. You know what a geofence is? Here, from this uh, clip, geofence search warrants are meant to locate devices within a given area based on digital services like GPS, Bluetooth, or Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. So now, folks, compounding the, holy shit, I've got questions about this, because I only did this for a freaking living. You got a guy on a bench on January 5th in front of DNC headquarters where Kamala Harris was going to be the next day, who supposedly dropped the bomb there, yet the video appears to have been messed with. We have no video mysteriously of him dropping the bomb. We also know he was texting. We know the FBI was using geofence warrants, and you can't figure out a way to get a geofence hit on who was texting from that bench when no one else was around the night before? Folks, I'm calling bullshit, and you should be too. Something is not right, ladies and gentlemen. And let me give a shout-out again. Steve Baker at The Blaze, Darren Beatty, Julie Kelly, Michael Schellenberger's another one. They've all been doing great work. They deserve mega shout outs. You should be following all of these people. Schellenberger had a Substack post up. Michael Schellenberger's Substack, he starts asking other questions like this one. Why was the video metadata, I mean, the phone metadata manipulated? Folks, this is insane. You got to read this. Michael Schellenberger, is this in, the, is this in my, uh, my newsletter? Bongino.com slash newsletter. You got to read this piece. FBI and Secret Service are covering up their role in the alleged January 6th pipe bomb plot, new evidence suggests. So now we know, according to Darren Beatty, that the video appears to be manipulated. But here's the kick in the balls. Apparently, the metadata from the subject texting, where we would know at least who it was or what phone it came from, that appears to have been corrupted too. Read this shit. The FBI released uh, uh, CCTV videos and photos of the suspect 
holding a cell phone and possibly texting. Oh, really? The phone would allow the FBI to find the user based on the time and location. However, oh, look, folks, how convenient. The data from the phone company that could have identified the suspected bomber was mysteriously corrupted. Well, golly, Arbacost, isn't that crazy? The videos corrupted. The metadata. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pee Wee. Weird a lot of bit. Freaking weird, bro. The videos messed. Wait, keep that up a second. The metadata is all messed up. Here's the FBI guy who, by the way, was conveniently also involved in the Fednapping thing as well up in Michigan. Stephen D'Antuano. Joe, <laughs> I, 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 I'd say, folks, I don't have a bullshit flag. I have the red flag. The bullshit flag for is getting thrown. He notes D'Antuano. Hey, there's some data that was corrupted by one of the providers, D'Antuano said. But not purposely by them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, bro. It's just, you know, it's an unusual circumstance that we have corrupt data from one of the providers. It wasn't purposefully corrupted. I don't want any conspiracy theories. Oh, thanks, guy. Thanks a lot. Total, Joe, totally trust him. Totally. I feel better. He just brought up a great point. He has been doing this show for three freaking years. We do about 200 shows a year. We have had one file corrupted. One. What are the chances that the only guy's metadata who's near the DNC late at night on January 5th, there's no one around that you get that metadata and, oh, shit, look, it's corrupted. What are the chances, chatsters? Yep, we got red flags everywhere in the chat. The chances are zero. They're waiting for, uh, maybe for (laughs) Gacy. This shit is freaking bananas. I'm sorry. This is crazy. And in case you think the craziest stop, it hasn't. So the video of the event appears to have been manipulated. No one will show you the video of the subject dropping the actual bomb there. The metadata of the event is corrupted, according to the FBI. Oh, and look at this. Apparently, even CNN's reporting that there is actual video of a bomb sweep the night before. So weird from Michael Schellenberger's Substack which you got to read on January 31st, 2022, which is years after the January 6th thing happened, by the way, CNN, I'll add, finally reported a law enforcement source familiar with the event told CNN that the Secret Service, which was responsible for Kamala Harris's protection, who was inside the freaking building, that's my addition, swept the interior, the driveway, the parking deck, and the entrances and exits prior to her arrival. Folks, I'm sorry. This is double bullshit flag. I, 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 I'm telling, listen to me, please. For, I did this for a long time. This show is not about me. My, I'm, listen to me, brothers and sisters. This is not normal. You're telling me there was a bomb plot that could have killed the vice president-elect of the United States. And nobody has any video record of what went wrong. Then this is just total bullshit. Somebody has to clean this shit up right away. Oh, and look, Fox News breaks this morning. A fascinating story by Brooke Singman, who, by the way, has been cracking stories left and right now. You should follow her. 
House January 6th committee deleted more than 100 encrypted files the day before the GOP took the majority. Okay, Joe, we're up to the triple bullshit flag. Couldn't keep up. I... <laughs> so now we know the video's manipulated, according to Revolver. The metadata is corrupted, but D'Antuano says, don't sweat it. Now we know encrypted files have been deleted. We know now there's a mysterious video of the sweep. No one will show us. How'd you miss the bomb? Because maybe it wasn't there. By the way, what, what does viable mean? And why was this incident covered up in the January 6th report? Hold on, man. We ain't even close to done. Again, as my friends. Forget all this shit. The show, live, the radio. The, forget all of it. If I ever got in this business for one reason, it's stories like this. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a major scandal going on here. I would bet my, my life on it. This is major. They are hiding something not small. There is no way they went through all this work to make this go away if they weren't hiding something bigger that is going to blow your freaking mind. Let me take a quick break. I'm going to come back to this because I got a couple more questions, folks. And these are where it gets, this is where it gets even more serious. Folks, Omaha Steaks. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more for a limited time. When you go to omahasteaks.com slash Bongino, my listeners will get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free, rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. They're amazing. Love the food. Eat twice a week, my Omaha Steaks. The experts at Omaha Steaks made it easier than ever to experience heartland perfection with favorites like their legendary mouth-watering butcher's cut filet mignons or their butcher's cut top sirloin, a leaner, more bold steakhouse-style experience. It's absolutely delicious. Can't go wrong with it. Their ultra-premium Omaha Steaks beef patties, incredible. No one comes close to matching their flavor, tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. That's important. Visit omahasteaks.com slash Bongino and get four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four boneless pork chops free with your order. You're going to love every single bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. Head on over to omahasteaks.com slash Bongino to score four free chicken breasts and four free pork chops with your order and start loving every bite today. But hurry, it's often won't last long. Personally, vouch for the food is great. Minimum purchase may apply. Uh, our next sponsor is, oh, GenuCell. Here's a great New Year's resolution you can actually keep, whether you have three minutes in the morning or 30 minutes. Keep your face wrinkle-free. Listen, oh, we don't want to look old, folks. We don't. Introducing Gen 90, the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell Skincare. Paula's a big fan. She uses it. Gen 90 can help instantly reduce the appearance of wrinkles anywhere you use it, around the eye, forehead, crow's feet, laugh lines, and it starts working in seconds. At least one thing you don't have to worry about is your skin and your confidence. GenuCell Skincare says Gen 90 is two generations better than any immediate effects product and years ahead of the skincare market. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and silk smooth. Best of all, it can start working in seconds. I know. Paula uses it. She says she feels it every time she uses it. There's a reason why GenuCell is 400% the customer loyalty of other skincare brands. Gen 90 is on sale now at GenuCell.com, and it's, of course, included in the bestseller package. Before you go overseas to get harsh procedures for thousands of dollars, try Gen 90 first. The results are game changers or your money back. Make your fine lines and wrinkles disappear wherever they are before you even leave the room. And for the first time ever, order Gen 90 with every most popular package for over 70% off. GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dan. Free shipping on all orders. GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Great stuff. Check it out. Folks, back to the story here. 
Why was this January 6th bomber incident covered up in the January 6th report where Brooke Singman is now reporting hundreds of encrypted files were deleted? There was an appendix. Did you know about this? The January 6th report, which wanted to wanted us to believe that it was a, an insurrection. We were all going to die. The government was at risk of being taken over by these bandits in the Capitol. It was going to fall, folks. It was all over. So we've got a bomb plot time to go off at the exact same time as the election certification, which would only correct Joe, solidify the insurrection narrative. There were bombs everywhere. Yeah, it's and yet the dude. weirdest thing, the January 6th report, which now has missing encrypted files, only mentions the incident casually in an actual appendix. It doesn't even mention it anywhere else. Why is that? Why did the FBI, by the way, refer to the bomb as viable when friends of mine and internal sources I have are telling me that the bomb was not, in fact, viable and had no way to explode. Why are some people reporting out there with experience in the space that the explosive devices at the RNC and the DNC, the one you saw in that picture Guy put up, why are people out there reporting that this looks like a training device, the same training device used by Homeland Security and elsewhere? You can see it yourself. And most importantly here, why did we only find out that Kamala Harris, the vice president-elect, a Secret Service protectee, was inside the DNC with the viable, quote, bomb outside in November of 2021? Which is a long time after Biden's inauguration in 2021 in January. And how did we find out? A DOJ report where it was, again, just casually mentioned. Folks, I want answers on this. And the next president of the United States, if it is a Republican, now appears that, if it, the, 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 you know, we got Nikki Haley in there, but if she loses New Hampshire, it's, this primary is done. Stick a fork in it. If the next president is Donald Trump, mission number one is going to have to be to get to the bottom of this. I suspect something huge is going on here. I said to you on Friday, I only see a few possibilities. This was a red cell op gone wrong. This was an absolute attempt. If, if this scenario is right, an attempt to frame January 6th people for an insurrection by dropping training bombs to make it look like this was going to be some big plot and they got caught. Or third, this is negligence and incompetence on a scale we've never seen in the federal government. Any three of those is a massive scandal. So just to recap, open questions. Where's the video of the sweep the night before? Why is there no video of the suspect? The FBI has on tape January 5th dropping the actual bomb, putting it down. Why is the video, according to Revolver at least, corrupted of the night before? Why is the metadata with the suspect texting uh, corrupted? What happened with that? Why did we only find out Kamala Harris was in the building almost a year later? Why did the January 6th committee make no reference in the body of their report to the bomb plot? And why did the January 6th committee delete, which we just found out this weekend, hundreds of encrypted files? Folks, I want freaking answers and you should too. This is serious shit going on here. 
I have never, ever seen anything like this. This reminds me of that movie Seven. Seen anything like this? And the answer is no. What was it? Fluid? Is Watergate dying down a little bit? Huge improvement, geese. <laughs> You're hilarious. Oh, I dude, I missed the Rumble thing. I missed the Rumble announcement. Hey, man, huge news today. Did you hear? You know, uh, disclosure. I am an equity holder in Rumble. Uh, I was on Rumble. Uh, I got on early. I was an early adopter. I love Rumble. Why? Because it's a free expression platform and that's it. It's not a political platform, folks. It's a free expression platform. We want sports. We want music. We want politics. We want news. We want entertainment. Anybody who wants to freely express themselves on Rumble is welcome. Liberals, conservatives, anyways, as long as you're not breaking the law and the times of service, we'd love to have you. There was a huge announcement this morning. Dropped it around oh, at nine o'clock or so. Uh, we combined with bars, well, combined, but it's not the same company, but Barstool Sports joined Rumble. I think their content's going to be exclusive over there. So uh, Dave Portnoy and Barton, he's a big believer, obviously, in free expression uh, as well. This just goes to show you, Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, is a bigger company than the media caricatured as. Oh, look at right-wing news. Folks, we've got a ton more than that, a ton. It is a huge company. It is a great company. I'm honored to work here. This partnership with Barstool is going to be huge for us. They're the biggest sports brand in the world right now. Uh, so this is going to be really big for us. So, yeah. So congratulations to Chris Pavlovsky, who is a visionary guy, CEO of Rumble, who made that happen and understands that the world is a bit, folks, the world's a big place. There's politics, there's news, there's sports, there's entertainment, there's music. It's bigger than that. And if you're about free expression, this is the place and this is your only home. Listen to me one more time. This is your only home. There's a lot of people buying into hype about other platforms, if you know what I mean. I want you to look at the record of who stands for free speech and who doesn't. When, when foreign governments come after companies and go, ban this guy, we're banning you for the country, from the country, I want you to see who stands up and who doesn't. And you'll see why Rumble is your only future here. Congrats to them. All right, speaking of government incompetence, folks, after this January 6th thing, did you see this stunning report that came out about one of the most horrific incidents in modern American history? The Uvalde massacre, which uh, it's Monday. This is a lot for me to take because I was in law enforcement and this is so hard for me to watch. A 600-page report came out on Uvalde and what happened with the massacre of those kids. Ladies and gentlemen, this is hard for me to talk about. 77 minutes went by and they did not stop this carnage. I'm not going to play for you the 9-11 tapes. It's too much. It's, it's too much. But this report came out. This video uh, I saw on social media about it. It's short. It's a little cut. Let's just watch it. And I'll tell you my, just some quick thoughts on the other side of this. Because this, ladies and gentlemen, this can never, ever, ever happen again. I, I, I don't forget the politics for a minute. Forget them totally. I don't care where you are. This can absolutely never happen again. Take a look. As the gunman fires off dozens of rounds and more than an hour since the massacre started, there's somebody banging at my school. More desperate calls are made from inside the school including one from 10-year-old Chloe Torres, begging for help from officers standing on the other side of the wall. 
She survived the attack. Can you tell the police to come to my room? I already told them to go to the room. We're trying to get someone to you. Even with hundreds of officers from nearly two dozen agencies on scene, the lack of coordinated communication is clear. At one point, a dispatcher incorrectly states that the school's police chief, Pete Arredondo, call sign 401, is in the room with the shooter. Just be advised, 401 is in the room with the shooter. 401 is in the room with the shooter. <sighs> Folks, that's, you know, that again, the 9-11 videos from that, the 911 video, the audio, it's just, uh, sorry, man, this is hard. I, I you know, I work with so many, you know, brave law enforcement folks, and you can tell I'm struggling with this story. It's certainly not for a lack of uh, being able to articulate it in my head. It's just the emotions around it are so thick. Let me just say about this, that to all the police departments out there, I know this was not your specific incident. It happened in Uvalde, but there were a number of different entities involved. Folks, we can never, ever let this happen again. And to police chiefs out there everywhere, you have to reprioritize training. You have to remind people again that post Columbine, the training changed completely. When you have a situation like this, you have to stop the problem immediately. You've got to potentially even walk back, to walk over the dead and the injured to stop that problem immediately because the carnage won't stop. So I beg of you, in, in the name of all that's holy, and I'm not using the world, Lord's name in vain, I don't do that. Please watch that. Read the report and make sure all your officers know that if they're there on the scene, they are brave. Most of these guys, those guys in Uvalde really, really, really screwed up bad. I don't even know how to describe what happened. I'm at a loss for words. But most of you, we've seen these incidents over and over. you got to stop that problem. All right. Uh, let me move on. So, folks, you know, again, this the theme of today's show, you know I like themes. It's been just the absolute incompetence of government, whether it's this January 6th case, uh, what happened in the post-op with the Uvalde thing. It's just been a total train wreck. But they are always lying to us. And what really bothers me is I focus a lot on the globalists and the World Economic Forum and all these people who have these grand plans for organizing society as collectivists. They are coming for you, okay? They're coming for your money. They're coming for your freedoms. They talk about it all the time. So Kevin Roberts from the Heritage Foundation, this is a fan. This is an, have you seen this clip? It went nuclear. Kevin Roberts from the Heritage Foundation, a conservative think tank, was over at the WD of WEF and just to their face, absolutely eviscerated this World Economic Forum crowd about all the lies the globalists keep telling us. This is one of the most glorious things you'll ever see. But it got me thinking about other lies, too, that he mentions and some he doesn't. Check this out. It's laughable that you would or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's standing up for it. It's 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 equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. But I'm going to step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. Yep. And and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I mentioned earlier. But there, the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching, with all due respect, nothing personal, but that's your part of the problem. Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X, when in fact reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. 
the average person tells us in the United States, that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions the average person know based on climate change are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating than do the problem and the problems themselves. Dude, right to their face. You guys are lying sacks. Right to their face. You're lying about immigration, climate change, public safety. You guys are all full of shit. I saw some people like, hey, why is that guy over there talking to the World Economic Forum? For the same reason Javier Malay was. To go lay into him to show him what kind of tools they are. Folks, these people think in group think. This is how a contagious liberal idea spreads. Folks, I've seen it. Please, beam in. Super important right here. You got it? Beam in, lock in, get ready. Horse blinkers on, okay? I have seen it. I have sat there as an agent up there with the squiggly earpiece in, listening to hundreds of presidential speeches. The Democrats in the audience do this every time. They have groupthink. That's not on the Republican side. You just saw it with the primary. The Santos people go at it with the Trump people, go at it with the Haley people. They've all got a different idea about Ukraine and whatever and COVID management. Everybody's got a different idea. That's You understand that's not Democrats? Democrats are freaking NPCs. Haven't whipped this out in a while, Guy. They support the current thing. That is it. They are NPCs. Whatever you tell them to do, they will do. So when the World Economic Forum happens and a bunch of globalists who go, we need higher taxes, government control health care, wear your masks, take your vaccine, immigration, illegal immigration is wonderful, government spending's a net positive, police are the enemy, school choice sucks, when deficits are great. When they say this eight hours a day for the entire World Economic Forum, you need to see what I saw standing there like an agent like this. You see the same thing. They're all like, <laughs> like bobbleheads. <laughs> That's what they do. Freaking dopey bobbleheads. Thank God this guy went over there and lit into them. I want you to ponder for a moment all the lies they tell us. Illegal immigration is, is nothing more than a conservative uh, replacement theory, conspiracy theory. Really? All you guys talk about is demographic destiny. I played the supercut a thousand times. What's another fairy tale they tell us? Oh, tax cuts cost the government money. Show me any evidence of that at all. The JFK tax cuts, the Reagan tax cuts, the Clinton capital gains tax cut, the George W. Bush tax cuts, the Trump tax cuts. They didn't cost the government money. The government's raising record amounts of revenue under the lower tax rates. That's a freaking fact, dude. Look it up yourself. But liberal dumbasses believe that. Government spending's a net positive. How? 
How do a bunch of dumbass people in the government who can't even get their heads out of their asses and operate an Obamacare website, they're going to take your money and create prosperity? That's the reason they work in governments because they can't create prosperity in a private sector. Why would you believe such stupid shit? Police are hunting black people in the street. They are? You have no evidence of that at all, that this is some mass systemic problem. Is police use of force an issue? Have there been racial episodes? Yes. Is this a massive systemic hunting of people in the street? That is totally fake. COVID, all lockdowns. We got to lock everybody down. Put your mask on. Take the vaccine. All bullshit. School choice doesn't work. Total bullshit. Government's going to manage your health care. Absolute bullshit. Government couldn't even manage the Obamacare website. You want them to crack your chest open? Good luck. These people lie to you about everything all the time. Thank God he went over there. Kevin Robertson laced into these people. I don't know. I never met the guy. But good for him. Because this is how you get groupthink bullshit like this. I want you to watch this montage. This maze more, but this maze on Twitter. This is a great montage. This is the scion of the liberal left in the media. Maze more. My hat tip there. Moscow, Maddow, Russia, Rachel, who has lied to you about every major scandal in the last few years. Yet people still tune in for her election analysis like she's going to mysteriously start telling you the truth soon. I want you to watch this and then hilariously the end point where where she's like, hey, man, listen, we don't air untrue stuff on MSNBC. The only thing you want to air is untrue stuff. Cut the bullshit. Check this out. The bottom line of this dossier, the bottom line allegation, the point of it is that the Trump campaign didn't just benefit from Russia interfering in our presidential campaign. The point of this is they colluded. They helped. They were in on it. This is kind of a real story. The connections between the Trump servers and the Alpha Bank servers were real. They were covert communications that someone was trying to hide that the Trump organization and Alpha Bank appear to have been trying to hide. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. We and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. And that is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. Erroneous. Uh, thank you, Vince. That, this is what I don't understand. Tony, Gee, Joe, maybe you guys can help me do a little crowdsourcing here. This yeah. is what I really don't get in the chats. There's, let, me, let me check you guys out in the chat here. This is what I don't understand. These people have lied to you. I just showed you that video montage from Maze Moore of Rachel Maddow telling you things that were not true. They're just not true. As in, The facts are not what she said the facts were. That is not real. What she said was real, but it's not real. She's been wrong about everything. 
Why would you start believing her now? Listen, folks, no host gets everything right all the time. We are in a business where we discuss events in the past, present, and future. Obviously, when you discuss future events, like I mentioned, you know, I think DeSantis would be a good pick for Secretary of Defense at the beginning of the show. It's just an opinion. I'm not telling you it's going to happen. No one on the Trump team told me that. But it's probably not going to happen. He's probably going to pick someone else. doesn't mean I was wrong. It just means I had an opinion on the matter. They took a different one. But if I tell you I heard from a source, and I did not, I want to be clear. I heard from a source, DeSantis definitely Secretary of Defense, and it doesn't happen. Don't I look like a douchebag? Like I just yeah. lied to your face. Yeah. Or I made it up or I have shit sources. Either way, why would you why would you still listen? Yet everything I told you was right. Russia was a hoax. The PP thing was a hoax. The Prague meeting was a hoax. Spygate was real. We had the name. Masks don't work. I kicked off YouTube for telling you masks don't work. They don't. Everything I've told you has come true. If I didn't, you wouldn't, 121,000 people would not be watching the freaking show today. Why do you waste your time with these idiots? I, I don't understand. Does anyone in the chat have an explanation? You're sitting there listening to stuff that is not real. I mean, I saw this story this weekend. It made me think of like how liberals will fall for anything. Watch the framing of this story by the New York Times. There is a major scandal brewing in Georgia with Fannie Willis, this prosecutor going out of her way to politically prosecute Donald Trump. We now have very serious allegations of her paying state money to her alleged leather to go and prosecute Donald Trump while they went out on little romantic soirees. This is a huge scandal. Here's the New York Times. How allegations of an office romance, romance came to complicate the case against Trump? What the? F an office romance? You're talking about the leading candidate for president of the United States, Donald Trump, who, by the way, was the president of the United States, who's being maliciously prosecuted by a Democrat prosecutor who had meetings at the White House, who's alleged to be playing her little lover boy to go prosecute Donald Trump while meeting with Donald Trump's political opponent, Joe Biden. And the New York Times calls it a freaking office romance. Merely an innocent rendezvous, Dan. <laughs> Right, Joe? They locked the door in the office and shared a dangerous liaison. Dude, this is a major scandal. Why do you believe these people? An office romance. All right, listen. Big day today. Everybody get out and vote tomorrow up in New Hampshire. The New Hampshire primaries tomorrow. Listen. I am not. A, I don't vote for Democrats ever. I've said that. My nothing's changed. However, the New Hampshire primary, you basically got one choice tomorrow. It's Donald Trump, but you got to show up and vote. I'm a little afraid of apathy here. Now that Ron DeSantis has dropped out and endorsed Donald Trump. Honestly, I'm a little afraid some people might not show up thinking Trump's got this in the bag. Folks, please don't do that. Please get out and vote. It's important to make a statement. This primary, we got to end this thing. Nikki Haley is not the answer. I'm really sorry. I know one vote for Joe Biden. She was the nominee. I support Republicans over even when they suck because Democrats will destroy the country tomorrow. Republicans buy at least buy me a little bit of time. They destroy it slower because they suck, too. However, 
You please get out and vote in New Hampshire. It is super important that not only Trump wins, but that he wins by a landslide. Because we got to end this. This primary has been, I, I love primaries. I think they sharpen up candidates. But this thing has been kind of a debacle, okay? So it's time to move on and start consolidating support against Joe Biden. Please do the 10, 10, and 10 rule. You know the 10, 10, and 10 rule? Email 10 friends, call 10 friends, make 10, 10 social media posts before tomorrow if you're in New Hampshire. Get everybody out there and vote in South Carolina, Europe next. Super important. Get out and vote. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for your support of Rumble. It's been a huge day for us. I'm so proud to be part of it. Uh, if you know, you probably saw the public filings. I bought into Rumble again because I'm such a believer in their mission. Chris Pavlovsky over there is a genius, and he really, he is the future. He is the future. So Barstool Sports joins Rumble with Dave, and uh, this is really going to be a great partnership. We so deeply appreciate your support. Sign up, download the Rumble app today, make a big statement. It is absolutely free. Create a free account on Rumble and join us in the chat every day. Show starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time, rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app. I'll see you in the radio show right here in Rumble too. Just a little bit. Be right back. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.